0: Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to the Deion Gordon Podcast. I'm your host, the connoisseur of common sense, the purveyor of authenticity, showing much flex when it's time to record. Mike pippin' pipping holes and clocking the grip lay like my name was Dolomite, Dion. Tyree Gordon. Enough of the bullshit. Let's get to work. Let me ask a question right quick. Right off the bat, let me ask a question. At any point in your life, at any job you ever had, have you ever had to suffer the grave indignity of having to piss or shit in a water bottle or a bag while at your workstation? I'll ask that question again. At any point in your life, at any job you ever worked at, any endeavor you ever found yourself in, any occupation you ever had, etc., have you ever been told that you cannot take a bathroom break because it would take too long and would take away from your productivity and that you must forego your bathroom break and as a result, take a shit in a bag or piss in a water bottle? If you can answer yes to that question, then you probably work for Amazon. Uh, for those of you who don't know, maybe you've missed it, it's gone kind of under the radar a little bit, not really talked about too much in the mainstream. Uh, there's a push in Bessemer, Alabama, to unionize the Amazon Fulfillment Center, Amazon workhouse down, work warehouse down there, and try to uh, galvanize the workers in there to fight against the uh, unsafe, unfair, disrespectful, denigrating, demeaning uh, just awful work conditions and work environment that exist at Amazon, not only in Bessemer, Alabama, but throughout the country, throughout the entire world. Uh, there's a racial aspect uh, that goes along with this, especially at the Bessemer location, because the majority of the workers down there are black people. There's a class warfare aspect to this because Jeff Bezos is the richest man in the world and doesn't want to share the wealth, as, as do many other billionaires. There's a human rights aspect of this, obviously, because as I stated at the onset of this podcast, you have people who are working at this fulfillment center who can't even or not even allotted a proper amount of time to use the bathroom facilities because it would take away from their productivity. And as a result, they must use the bathroom at their workstation. And it doesn't just apply to the people who work at the warehouse. It applies to the Amazon drivers as well. There's so much pressure on them to complete their deliveries in such a timely fashion that they must... Urinating in a water bottle or shit in the bag and is tossing out the, out, out the truck on the side of the road. Amazon workers in Bessemer, Alabama, have already voted in a historic poll to decide whether or not they want to be represented by the retail, wholesale, and department store union. The results are not expected until next week, but if they say yes, it will become Amazon's first United States union. Amazon argues it, its wages and benefits are industry-beating and has gone into battle to persuade workers to vote no. Most agree the outcome could have major implications for U.S. labor laws. This is not even the first time that Uh, Amazon's work practices have been called into question. This is not the first controversy that ever happened with Amazon's fulfillment centers. This is not the first time that people have openly complained about the unfair treatment at Amazon. For many years now, most people have agreed that the conditions at the Amazon warehouse can be hard. The job is very demanding, and lots of workers complain of back pain or other physical ailments as a result of working long hours, often standing in the same position. Others talk about the mental health toll of repeated tasks or feeling feeling as if they're just a cog in a very very big machine that does not always listen to their problems. I can relate to this on a, on a personal level. I used to work a long time back in the day at a Tours R Us warehouse in uh, Frederick, Maryland back in about 2004 to 2009. Um, and it was very, very similar um, to Amazon in, in many aspects. It's a very hard, physically demanding job. It's a mentally straining job. It takes its toll on you. You work long hours. You're on your feet. You're working on a, on a hard floor. You got to move around. You stand up for the majority of the day. You, you're not allowed at a lot of breaks. The breaks you get were small. Uh, and at Toys R Us, we had a 15-minute break in the morning, a 30-minute lunch, and a 15-minute break in the afternoon. Um, you know, It's a warehouse job. It's all about production. It's all about getting boxes out, getting the product out to the customer. So you're going to ship out you know, anywhere between 20,000 to 100,000 boxes per day, uh, especially during the holiday season at Toys R Us. Uh, you're doing all this in, in a 10-hour day. Our, our shift, our schedule back when I used to work there was four 10-hour days per week. Uh, then during the holiday season, it was five days a week. Then when it really ramped up, it'd be six days or maybe even seven days per week uh, working eight hours a day. But like I said, you have to try to process and ship out at least 80,000 boxes per day during the holiday season. You know, it's a lot of work. That's a high volume of, of boxes you're trying to ship out and a lot of work you're trying to do uh, in a ten, an eight-hour window or a 10-hour window. It can be very taxing on you. and as you know, management has unrealistic expectations for you. Um, and when you, even when you meet certain goals, all they do is just raise the goals up to a to higher level. Uh, when I worked there at Toys the R Us, the expected goal was to operate at a 90% efficiency level. So once you hit that, they just raise it up to 95. And then once you hit that, it becomes 100%. So you, it becomes a situation where you're never going to meet the goal You're never going to be good enough. There's always going to be more expected from you. There's always going to be more work asked for you to do. And it's just a never-ending cycle. And the result is you have, you know, injuries that pile up, you know, different people dealing with back pain, wrist pain, elbow pain, knee pain, uh, feet, ankle problems. You have folks who are just mentally drained from the job. It sucks, there's no other way to put it. Working in a warehouse sucks. I, I remember working at Toys R Us and thinking to myself, I will never do anything like this again. I will never, at any point in my life, work at a fucking warehouse again. It sucks. So that's why when I hear this story, I have a certain level level of empathy for these people. I have sympathy for these folks because I can relate to them. I know the struggle that they're going through. I know how terrible it is. I know how much it sucks. Every day, this back-breaking body crippling, soul crushing, mind fucked up, mind warping work that you gotta do every day. It sucks, there's just no other way to put it. So once again, I, I have the utmost respect for these people, the utmost empathy and sympathy for these people. When I heard about this story originally, that people legitimately had to go to the bathroom at their workstation, I had smoke coming out of my ears. That is one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's just a reflection of how unrealistic and how ridiculous these jobs are and the people who work in the management and upper management are. They don't see you as an individual. They don't see you as a person or as a human being. They see you as a worker. They see you as a number. They see you as whatever your job title is. My job, my job right now, currently I'm you know known as a production technician. That's all they see me as. My, the six-digit number that I use to clock in, that's all they see me as. They don't see me as my name. They don't see me as Dion Gordon. They see me as a six-digit number I use to clock in on, with. And that's how they see every employee. That's how every job, every, especially big corporations like Amazon, That's how they look at you. That's how they see you. You're just a worker. You're just a number. You're just another spoke in the wheel. They can get rid of you tomorrow, and the wheel just keeps on turning. They'll make money just to spite themselves. It doesn't matter. The machine keeps going. You lose your job tomorrow, they'll go find somebody to replace you. You get sick, you get hurt on the job, they'll find somebody to replace you. You die on the job, or you die because of the job, they'll just go find somebody else to replace you. Especially now during the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, millions of people need work. So if something happens to you, whatever, your, whatever job you have, they'll just find somebody to replace you. These jobs will physically stress you out, mentally stress you out, burn you out, wear you down, and just toss you out like a fucking di- a horse, like a horse with a broken leg. They'll just shoot you and take you to the glue factory and go find another horse and run the race. They don't give a fuck about you. And this, this example at Amazon is probably the most egregious example of that I've ever seen. And that's saying something. You know, once again, just to revisit um, me working at Toys R Us, I'll tell a quick story real quick. Um, There was a scenario one time during the summer in the July, uh, to be exact, Frederick, Maryland. Anyone who's grown up in Maryland or on the East Coast in general knows that July is usually hot and humid the entire month of July. Every day of July is going to be north of 100 degrees with 95% humidity. So we're at work one morning during one of these hot-ass July days. And there was a brother working there who was a a temporary worker. He wasn't even full-time. He was a temporary guy. So he was trying to earn his keep. He was trying to make a name for himself and to get hired on full-time by the company. This brother was working in one of these trucks, and it was a metal container truck. So in these type of trucks, whatever the weather was outside, it's 10 times worse inside that truck. So if it was 100 degrees outside, It's going to be like 110, 120 degrees inside this truck. Even at 7.30 in the morning, when this particular incident happened, it was already 95 degrees. So it was already hot. So anyway, this brother's working in his truck. We're all working normal, regular, everyday, morning scenario. I come out of my truck. I'm going to get some water from the water fountain we had on the floor. The next thing, I looked up, and I saw paramedics rushing down to the other side of the shipping dock. That's where I worked at in the shipping department mainly. I worked all over the building, but mainly I worked in the shipping department. But anyway, I see these EMTs rushing down to the other side of the shipping dock. And I'm looking around like, what the fuck is going on? What happened? We just started working. And we started our shift at 6 a.m. It's already 7.15, 7.30 and something's going on. Um, The next thing I know, about 10, 15 minutes later, they come back And they had one one of our guys on the gurney. It was the same guy uh, who was a temporary guy trying to catch on with the company full time and be permanent. He's on on the stretcher being taken out. They rushed him to the hospital. I started asking people on the floor, what the fuck happened to this dude? They said he had a heat stroke. They said he had a heat stroke, a heat exhaustion, something. He was inside the truck too long. The heat got to him. He passed out. Somebody was walking past his truck. They found him laying inside the truck on the ground, completely almost unconscious. So he's out. They take him to, to the hospital. Fast forward later on in the day, about 2.33 o'clock in the afternoon. We're still at work. We got off work at 4.30. Work from 6 to 4.30. Uh, 2.33 o'clock in the afternoon. I go use the bathroom, do what I got to do. I'm going over to the sink to wash my hands. I hear a toilet flush. This brother comes out the stall. And I'm looking at him like I just seen a ghost. I'm like, what the fuck are you still doing here? What the... I thought you were at the hospital. I thought you were, you were taken out in the stretcher. What, what's going on? He said, hey man, you know, I'm, I'm good. I'm all you know, I'm I'm, I'm all right, you know, I, I got a little woozy in the morning, I passed out. You know, I got a little lightheaded, but I'm, I'm good now. I was like, the fuck you mean you good? You passed out this morning. You had to be taken out of here on the stretcher. You're not good, why the fuck are you here? He said, hey brother, I just need the hours, man. You know what I'm saying? Like the supervisor came picked me up from the hospital and brought me back to work. I just need the hours. When he told me that the supervisor came to the hospital to pick him up and bring him back to work after he just had a heat stroke that morning, my fucking jaw hit the floor. Are you fucking crazy? Are you serious? That right there is capitalism in full effect. Capitalism kills people on a daily basis, and capitalism almost killed this motherfucker at work. That shit happened in Toys R Us in about 2006, 2007, and apparently in about 14 years nothing has changed because we have Amazon workers who have to take a shit at their workstation or take a piss. I will keep bringing that up because it's fucking mind boggling. That is incredible. That's one of the worst things I've ever heard legitimately. And as I said earlier, This story resonates with me on multiple levels, not just from the worker standpoint, not just from the fact that I used to work in a warehouse and I I relate to these people and I have so much empathy for these people. But it resonates with me because this particular Amazon Fulfillment Center in Bessemer, Alabama, is predominantly black. Black workers throughout this entire pandemic have been the majority of the people front and center on the front lines working these risky, quote unquote, essential jobs during COVID-19. Black workers comprise 27% of Amazon's workforce compared to just 13% of workers overall in the United States. In Amazon's Bessemer warehouse, union organizers estimate that 85% of the workers are black. Amazon's disproportionately black workforce has risked their lives during the pandemic, but the company has shared little of its astonishing profits with them. Last year, Amazon earned an additional $9.7 billion in profit, a staggering 84% increase compared to 2019. The company's stock price has risen 82%, while founder Jeff Bezos has added $67.9 billion to his wealth, 38 times the total hazard pay Amazon's paid as 1 million workers since March. Despite soaring profits, Amazon ended its $2 per hour pandemic wage increase last summer and replaced it with an occasional bonus. From March 2020 through the end of the year, Amazon's frontline workers earned an average of $0.99 per hour of extra pay, or roughly 7% pay increase. Amazon's pandemic pay bump was less than half of the increased pay compared to Costco and a fraction of what it could have afforded from the extra profits it earned during and largely because of the pandemic. In fact, Amazon could have more than quintupled the hazard pay it gave its workers and still earned more profit than in 2019. While Amazon frequently touts its $15 per hour starting wage, Costco's recent increase of its starting wage to $16 per hour, despite having significantly smaller profits than Amazon, shows that $15 is the floor and not the ceiling. That's embarrassing. A place like Amazon being owned by Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, it should be the greatest place in the world to work at. certainly shouldn't be as terrible as it is now. There should be unlimited benefits and amenities. There should be an Amazon cafe on site making gourmet meals for all the workers free of charge. There should be a child daycare on site. There should be a barbershop, a masseuse, a, a gym on site. Whatever you need. He can afford it. It's not like he doesn't have the money. The guy's got all the money in the world. How much money does one guy need? This is the problem in America. We have too many. The top 1% has 90% of the wealth while the rest of us just struggle and try to get by as best we can. And a guy like Bezos has made the bulk of his wealth by exploiting regular everyday average people for profit. They work for him and make a fraction of the the amount of money that he has. And he pockets billions of dollars based off their work by exploiting them on a daily basis. How can one man have the amount of money that Bezos has and not want to pay his employees an additional $2 per hour in hazardous duty pay? I mean, there's selfish, and then there's that. There's greedy, and then there's Jeff Bezos. Billionaires hoarding the wealth is crushing this country. It's fucking this country up. Too many people, a small fraction of the population has a lot of money, While the overwhelming majority is working ridiculous hours, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 hours per week just to make a little bit of money to take care of themselves and their family and barely keep their head above water. The average person in this country cannot afford a $400 emergency. The average person in this country is a blown tire away from crippling debt. The average person is a broken bone or any kind of health ailment or illness in general away from losing everything they have because they don't have universal health care in this country. We don't take care of people in this country. That's why shit's always fucked up. That's why nothing will ever fundamentally change in this country because we don't take care of people in the middle and people at the bottom. Everything is catered and geared towards people at the top. If you have money, you're good. If you don't have money, fuck you. You should try harder. That's the outlook. That's how people That's how people at the top look down on us. You even have people in the middle, people in the bottom who have the same outlook. I'm sure there's people who will hear me say these type of things and say, well, You don't have to work at Amazon. You can get a job somewhere else. Fuck you. I'm sure the threat of starvation and homelessness is fairly coercive. You know, I'm not... I highly doubt anyone's dream job as a, little, as a little boy or a little girl was to grow up and work at an Amazon Fulfillment Center or any warehouse in general. But sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. You got to do what you got to do. You got to work. You got to put food on the table. You got to put clothes in your kids' back. You got to keep the lights on. You got to do whatever, whatever it takes, whatever you got to do. If Amazon or any, any other job gives you an opportunity to make some money, you're going to come in there and do what you got to do, work and make a little bit of money for yourself. That doesn't mean the company has a right to treat you like shit. It doesn't mean the company has the right to embarrass you and demean you and belittle you on a daily basis. It doesn't mean you have to put up with bullshit. It doesn't mean you have to be treated like, like, like a second class citizen, like a peasant, or something like that. I don't understand how most people think. The people, there, there are legitimately people out there who think that way. That the workers at Amazon shouldn't try to form a union. The workers at Amazon should just suck it up and just deal with it. Be grateful you even have a job, right? Fuck that. And fuck you if you think that way. And I mean that with the utmost sincerity. sincerity. Fuck you if you really think like that. You know, you got people out there, I, I like to call them bootlicking capitalist simps. They are trying try to make any and every excuse in the world for people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and, you know, Steve Ballmer and Bill Gates and Warren Buffett and Larry Ellison and all these other fucking worthless-ass billionaires. And then they'll say, well, they work for their money, you know, they're geniuses. They did this, they did that. Most of these people got their money because they were born with a head start in life. They were born on third base. It's not because they hit a triple. It's because they were just put on third base. They're a pinch runner, basically. Jeff Bezos made the bulk of his money by selling, starting the Amazon bookstore, selling Amazon books out of his parents' garage. The average person doesn't even have that kind of opportunity. The average person didn't even grow up with a garage at their house. The average person certainly could not go to their parents' and request and ask for a $300,000 loan to help jumpstart their business as Jeff Bezos did once upon a time. If you're listening to this podcast, I don't care who you are, how old you are, what walk of life you're in, go ask your parents if they're still living. Go ask somebody in your family if you can borrow $300,000 to start a a brand new business. See how that goes. Do that and report back to me. Tell me how it went. I want to know. Go ask someone in your family, hey, Uncle, granddad, mom, aunt, cousin, sister, brother, whoever. Can I borrow $300,000 to start my own business? If I tried to go to anyone in my family and request $300,000 as a loan and was like trying to be serious about it, they would laugh at me. They would tell me, get the fuck out of my face. Does it look like I have $300,000? What the hell got into you? Are you crazy? You've been around them white folks too long. You've been out in California too long. What the fuck makes you think I got $300,000? And if I did have $300,000, what makes you think I have $300,000 to give to you? What you going to do with that money? What kind of business you going to start? I would get the third degree. I would have a difficult time asking somebody in my family for $20, let alone $300,000. And if I did borrow $20, I better pay that person back by next Friday at the least, at the latest. Same game, different rules. Some folks are not privy to those type, of, those type of benefits, those type of privileges in life. In addition to having to piss in water bottles and shit in bags when they're driving the trucks or in the Amazon fulfillment centers, Amazon employees also complain about uh, not having control over the shift patterns, time off, sick leave, being fired. Uh, One of the most controversial features is the time off task. When a worker is clocked in, Amazon's computer system calculates which hours of a shift are on or off task based on whether or not an item is scanned. And some say they feel dehumanized by technology watching their every move. Amazon, in a response to all these accusations, put out several tweets this week trying to, to, trying to debunk the accusations that workers have to pee in water bottles and shit in bags at their workstation or in their truck. Uh, one tweet in particular said, you don't really believe the peeing in the bottles thing, do you? If that were true, nobody would work for us. The truth is that we have over a million incredible employees around the world who are proud of what they do and have great wages and health care from day one. The claim can be traced back to James Bloodworth, who worked undercover at a U.K. warehouse while researching his book on low-paid British workers. He responded to the Amazon News tweet by tweeting, I was the person who found the pee in the bottle. Trust me, it happened. Uh, But his legendary rapper Sticky Fingers once said, But wait, it gets worse. I'm not watered down and I'm dying of thirst. Uh, other examples of Amazon fuckery include altering the traffic light system outside the warehouse to give union officials less time to leaflet workers. They unsuccessfully tried to appeal against a National Labor Relations Board uh, ruling that allowed workers to vote by mail. They bombarded workers with text posters and signs encouraging encouraging them to vote no. And they ran anti-union ads on a streaming platform Twitch, which were later removed. They have also fired back at Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, the man who should be the president of the United States. They have accused him of being phony, fraudulent, disingenuous, saying that the uh, national, not not the national, but the state minimum wage in his state of Vermont is somewhere around $10.78, 11 bucks an hour. And they claim that, well, we're paying our employees $15 an hour. Bernie Sanders loves to call us out. But in Vermont, people, the minimum wage is only 11 bucks an hour. Uh, Bernie has been the politician more than any other politician on the front lines battling for people to make $15 for the minimum wage to be raised to at least $15 an hour. And as I said earlier, $15 an hour is the floor, not the ceiling. If you think you're doing a good job by paying your workers 15 bucks an hour, if you think that's enough, if you really believe that's sufficient to work and live on and sustain yourself and pay for your family and provide for your family, um, you're a piece of shit. Uh, bragging about paying your employees 15 bucks an hour given the work conditions at the Amazon warehouses is fucking ridiculous. This is no other way to put it. 15 bucks an hour is not enough. For the work conditions these people have to endure, they should be making at least 21 bucks an hour. I know it's Alabama and I know it's not the most expensive place to live at, but still, if you're making people work these ridiculous hours and work at this high volume of productivity, and they can't leave their workstation. They can't take bathroom breaks. And you're going to monitor everything they do. When you get the eye in the sky watching their every move. If you're going to write people up for being a minute late. If you're a minute late at Amazon, they charge you for a full hour of work. That is also one of the most ridiculous and preposterous things I, I've ever heard. If you work for Amazon and you're one minute late, they will charge you for a full hour of work. That is modern day slavery. Jeff Bezos might as well have people outside picking cotton and then guaranteeing the customer base that you can have same day delivery on the cotton that the people in the fields have picked at the Amazon Fulfillment Center. The name of the warehouse is also condescending. Fulfillment Center? Who is being fulfilled that works there? No one that works for the Amazon warehouses is being fulfilled. You're not making enough money. You're tired. You're stressed out. You're overworked. If your body is physically breaking down, where is the fulfillment? You can't even take a fucking break. Uh, the whole thing is embarrassing. The fact that Amazon has to put out fake Twitter accounts with, I don't know, probably Russian bots or whatever, talking about how great it is to work at Amazon and don't believe what you hear from the media, and we don't really want to unionize and unions are bad. The fact they got to put out propagandist videos inside the fulfillment centers, that are anti-union, the fact that you even have to do shit like that is a reflection of how fucked up you really are and is an indictment on your company and the man who runs it, Jeff Bezos. That is absolutely unconscionable what is going on in Amazon, not just in Bessemer, Alabama, but throughout the country and throughout the entire world. People should be treated better. People's dignities and integrity should be affirmed. You shouldn't be treated like shit just because you need a job. I don't know why people think that way. I don't know why people at the top like Jeff Bezos behave that way. I don't know why we are so dismissive and so disrespectful towards our fellow man, our fellow woman. But that's the way we are in America. This is a very arrogant, self-centered and overall pretentious country that we live in. The fact that shit like this still exists in the year 2021 is absolutely reprehensible. But at the same time, I shouldn't be surprised because... A long time ago, I decided to choose the red pill over the blue pill, so I see all the bullshit for what it's worth, and I see all the bullshit that goes on in this country, and I just can't help but notice it. I can't help but make commentary about it. I can't help but be frustrated and pissed off and annoyed by it because it's absolutely ludicrous, and it doesn't need to happen, but it still continues to exist anyway because no one really wants to change in this country. You have people out there who are anti-union. Um, recent polls have shown that people are starting to trend in the right direction, 65% of Americans are pro-union, but that means you've got 35% of the population who are f- completely ridiculous and completely just bootlicking simps that don't want things to change for the better and they want to, I don't know, I think some people just have Stockholm Syndrome. They want to remain loyal to their corporate masters. They can't upset their boss they can't piss off management. They got to do right by their oppressors, by the overseers of their job. I struggle with that in my current job. I see it all the time. It's bootlicking simps that got to do right for their overseers and make sure that the boss is happy. Meanwhile, you're fucking miserable. But the boss is happy, so it's okay. God bless the people of Bessemer, Alabama, the brothers and sisters down there. I hope y'all get everything y'all deserve. I hope this whole thing works out for the better. I hope they do unionize down there. I hope the whole script is flipped down there. Salute to those brothers and sisters down there. Salute to anybody and everybody working at Amazon for the struggle and the adversity that you have to go through. I appreciate you. I respect you. I empathize with you. I have sympathy for you. I know what you're going through based on my prior work history. Um, I'm troubled by things like this. It's upsetting. It's sad because it's unnecessary. It doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to be this way. And I say that as as someone who's used Amazon in the past, I'll be transparent about it. I've, you know, I've, I have an Amazon membership. I've shopped at Whole Foods. I've ordered a lot of things from Amazon. I feel guilty about it now. I feel bad about it. Um, I've not ordered any, anything from Amazon in the past month. Uh, the entire month of March and on into April, I've not ordered anything from Amazon. I'm standing in solidarity with those brothers and sisters down there in Bessemer, Alabama. Until they get what they deserve, I'm not buying anything from Amazon. That's a promise. And so those brothers and sisters down there in Bessemer, Alabama, and all throughout the Amazon warehouses in the world get what they deserve, get equal and fair treatment, get the appropriate amount of pay, get treated like human beings, until they get that, I'm not fucking with Amazon. It's just that simple. You got to stand for something in this country. You got to have some type of integrity, some type of morals, some type of backbone, some type of character. I can't support a company that treats their workers this way. Uh, salute to my man Bernie Sanders for being down there on the front line standing in solidarity with these people this man 79 years old at a high risk for COVID got screwed and shafted out of, out of the presidency and yet there he is down there on the front lines with the people of Bessemer, Alabama standing in solidarity with him for them to get their proper respect and fair treatment and, and humane treatment uh, shout out to Killer Mike long time legendary rapper who's from Alabama so it's personal to him who's also standing in the, on the front lines of those people, also advocating for those people, being a mouthpiece for those people. Uh, salute to Killer Mike. Salute to Bernie Sanders. Salute to the brothers and sisters in Bessemer, Alabama, and anybody and everybody in the world who has a job that they fucking hate that they do anyway and not making enough money for. You got my respect. You got my sympathy. You got my love. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate anyone who listens to this podcast. Once again, internally grateful, always humble, I can't say that enough. Um, That's just my take on the Amazon situation. Uh, Hopefully it gets better, although I remain a skeptic. I don't think it will. Amazon's a big corporation. They're the biggest corporation in North America. Biggest one of the biggest corporations in the world. They will do whatever it takes to try to squash the common, regular, everyday working man, at the lowest level, and try to stop anything like a union from forming because that just hurts them. The way they see it, from their perspective, it makes sense for them. Why would you want a union? Then if you have a union, then you can't treat these people like shit. You can't overwork these people. You can't push them past their limits. If you have a union, because the union will stand up to you. The union will tell you no. You can't do this shit. So, you know, it makes sense for them, but it doesn't make sense for the people. Uh, and that's who I represent. And that's who I advocate for forever and always. Because that's who I am. I'm a part of the people. I'm not a rich person. So, know, once again. Shout out and salute to the people of Bessemer, Alabama and all the people around the world going through a similar situation. Hopefully it gets better, although the pessimist in me highly doubts it, but it remains to be seen. We'll, we'll keep, I'll keep following this story to see where it goes. Uh, hopefully it, it hopefully it improves, although I have my doubts. Uh, real quick, I want to give Another salute to the BBC and Brookings.edu blog is where I got the, uh, the information, the numbers, the uh, the stories from that I referenced in this podcast, so saluting them for doing their hard work, I was able, and The Guardian too, The Guardian had a great article about this, um, so Give respect to those uh, media outlets for reporting on this and, and informing the public about it. They're doing great work over there. Hopefully you think I'm doing great work over here on the Dion Gordon Podcast. Uh, that's, for you, that's for you to decide. I'll keep working if you keep listening. Uh, no one should ever have to pee in a water bottle or shit in a bag at their workstation at work. That is fucking bullshit. I can't stress that enough. If you take anything else away from this podcast, take that away. No one should ever have to shit in a bag or piss in a water bottle at their workstation at work. Fuck whoever thinks that's okay. That concludes this episode of the Dion Gordon Podcast. Picture me rolling. I'm out.